Hey, it's me, Bria, and I'm a lifestyle coach. I help moms reclaim their time and energy. Look at you, taking this moment to recharge. I see you. During the Dillis Bloom podcast, I share tools and resources with my clients and community to spend time with themselves. The key to you living as your authentic self is embracing change and having courage. Your relationship with yourself is the only true constant in life. And observing yourself throughout each season will allow you to always be in alignment with the desires of your heart. Are you interested in joining my one-on-one coaching program? You can book a sales call with me by visiting the link in the description to schedule your session today. Before we get started, I have to remind you of your influence because you are an inspiration. Hey everybody and happy International Women's Month. I am so excited for this series. I have been hard at work all of February recording with amazing women to bring you their stories. I created the Girl Chat series not only to share the stories of amazing women, but to also create time capsules of our growth. I think it's so important for us to go back and witness ourselves. And through this series, I have created a little time capsule, not only for me, but also for the women who joined me in these chats. We get to go back and witness ourselves in these moments. And I teach my clients and my community to do this on a monthly and weekly level. And so I'm so excited to expand and grow this series as um, as time goes on. It's gonna be so interesting to have guests come back on to the series. But uh, I'm getting ahead of myself. If this is your first time here, my name is Bria. I am a lifestyle coach. I host the Doulas Bloom podcast. I am the creator of the Doulas Bloom community, and I am the leader of the village. <laughs> so I'm so excited to bring you this March 2022 cohort of girl chats. I have committed to doing this every year as last year in 2021, I did a series, an IGTV series, of girl chats which will also be shared during this month that has inspired me to continue to share stories and to have conversations with women about their stories and their lives and what's brought them to this point so for the rest of march 2022 you will be getting stories from 20 plus women about their stories about where they are right now and what has brought them to this point and I am so excited to do this again. And I just want to say thank you to everybody who's shared so openly in this series. And I am so excited to hop right into this conversation. Clearly, you clicked on this one because something in the title or the description or you know the person who's going to be on this chat. I just want to say thank you to everybody. And I am so looking forward to our conversation about where you are a year from now, two years from now. I'm just excited to have you back for another girl chat. But I'm going to stop rambling. <laughs> I'm going to stop rambling and hop right into this conversation because it is so beautiful. And I don't take any of this for granted. And that's why I really had to come in here hot before we even got into the conversation just to share that. And um, yeah, I'm gushing right now. But Thank you so much for listening, you as the viewer who's experiencing this uh, conversation, this girl chat, and thank you to everybody who's been on the girl chat in its entirety. So uh, yeah, I'm going to stop rambling and I'm going to let the girl chat go, but if you're interested in being part of a girl chat with us here on the Doulas Moon podcast, let me know. You can go to the description there's a link down there for you to uh, join the waitlist. There's a waitlist, y'all. There's a waitlist for the girl chats because so many people wanted to be a part of this. And uh, I'm just excited because we're going to have more girl chats here in the future. So if you want to be a part of the next cohort, you need to join the waitlist. Okay, have these conversations, share your story, share your insights and your gems with the community and let us know what's going on. I don't want us to hide and think that we don't like our stories aren't enough like oh my gosh i've learned so much from the women in my life and that's why this series means so much to me but again i want to create space for you to enjoy this conversation and again thank you thank you thank you thank you so much to everybody who's listening who's being a part of this series i am happy that you're here again if you want to be a part of this series you can join the waitlist. the link is down below you can go to doulasbloom.com slash podcast guests to join the wait to join the waitlist. <laughs> So without further ado, it's time for the girl chat.
It's time for a girl Enjoy. chat. Hey, it's time for a girl chat. It's time for a girl chat. Hey, time for a girl chat. Boom. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Dual Spoon Podcast. It is me, Bria, and by the theme song, you know that today we're doing a girl chat, and so I'm so excited for this conversation. If it's your first time listening, I'm Bria. I'm a lifestyle coach, the host of the Doom Spoon podcast. And today we have Jasmine in the house. We're going to have a girl chat and I'm so excited about today's conversation. But before we hop into that, I want uh, Jasmine to introduce herself just so you all know who she is and what she's about. So, hey, Jasmine, how you doing? Hi, how you doing? <laughs> I have to say, I was watching Wendy Williams over the the holiday break, like every episode of the year, and now I'm all about the how you doing. <laughs> so glad to be here with you, Bria. It is such a pleasure to finally meet you because we've known each other for quite some time, being in the same group coaching program, but finally to be in the same virtual space as you is just really exciting. So my name is Dr. Jasmine Escalera. I am a career and confidence coach for women of color. And what I do is I help my clients to break down negative mindset, limiting beliefs, and really step into their power so that they can claim their next career move and make the money that they deserve to make in their careers and in their jobs. I like to focus on the idea and the concept that the best next move is out there for you with a company that will see you, value, and hear you. And if you can hold on to that belief, you will definitely find it. Um, So that's a little bit about me and what I do. I love that belief. The next best (laughs) thing is there for you. Ooh, I know. Gems from the beginning, I needed that because I don't know if you know, but like I just quit my job and everybody's like, yes, oh, it's so exciting. And I'm like, it's exciting, but also um, <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Like I, there's a sense of like uncomfortably ease in my body. I'm like, I, I'm super chill about this. And that's, <laughs> that's what's always like, um, like, are we good? And I'm like, am I hiding something for myself? Am I avoiding myself right now? But I really do think that I just strongly believe that my next best thing is out there. And so Mm -hmm. hearing you like reinforce that the universe is speaking through you. And I'm like, it is whatever it is. I'm open to it. And yeah, I'm just so excited. But uh, you mentioned we're in the same group coaching program and that's Mm -hmm. how we met. And I like to do this little thing where we talk about like first impressions on um, Mm -hmm. the chat just to give everybody a little context of like how we got in the room together and how we like got to know each other Um, so if you would like to go first and share your first impression of me I will go second I would love to yes oh my gosh so first impression for sure was energy like I just got this bubbly because I hadn't I I mean, we are on the same group coaching call, but I usually like when I'm listening to the calls, I'm going to admit that I'm doing other things, but I'm listening or I'm listening to the replays. So when I first saw you on camera and heard you talking, it was energy and it was an energy of joy. And it was an energy of like fulfillment, you know, this kind of like embodiment of everything is going to be okay. And it's interesting because when we're doing the group coaching, it can feel from all of us like, I've felt this before, like we're spiraling and we don't know what we're doing, but somehow there is always this energy that we all carry in that program, which is so special of like, it is going to work. We have certainty in our outcome and everything's going to be okay. And that was the energy that I got from you. And before we actually started the podcast recording, I had said to you, like, I get so much coaching from your vulnerability, just you showing up and being so vulnerable in the space allows me to receive so much more value and just get coaching from that. So I would say your energy, your positivity, your certainty in your own outcome and your vulnerability were the things that really stood out the most to me when I first encountered you in the program. My heart, (laughs) my heart. I'm just like, thank you. I love asking that question because sometimes we like get so in our head about our Mm -hmm. own perception of self that we don't even realize that we are such a beautiful light in the world. And I'm just speaking from like my own experience. I'm like, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Like, 
<laughs> but most of us don't <laughs> but even though like my perception of like understanding what I'm doing might be confusing it's it's nice to know that at my core what I really want to give out to the world is being received in the way that I want to give it so thank mm-hmm. you for sharing I will share my first impression I just think you're so beautiful I love short hair and so I love <laughs> I actually buzzed my like I shaved all my hair off at one point and this Amazing. is the remnants of it coming back and I'm like what do I do with this again and I was like am I gonna cut it but anyway <laughs> I connected with short hair I was like okay awesome and then I didn't know you were from New York but just like knowing that now I'm just like that makes sense that your vibe is very much like I don't know how to explain it but like you're very assertive um about like what you we're like going through and I think one of like my memorable moments from you was when we were talking about like a relationship thing that was going on in the formula and you like opened up and shared about how like you went through some things and like now you're on the other side of it and you're just like I just want to be what I want to do I don't want to think about this person or what happened like I just want to live my life and I just want to like just go for it and I just love that so much because it's like sometimes fear can like keep us from doing things or like you know thinking that we should be sad longer than we actually need to be and so I just loved watching you just be like well this is why I feel and this is okay and I'm just gonna go for it and so I just love the way that you were open about like something that might not have been acceptable or taboo um and I just love that I was just like mm, that's good and then like actually seeing like your relationship with like your dog and stuff because I don't have that <laughs> But uh, one day I'll be a cat mom and I love dogs too. I just prefer cats over dogs, but I've dog sat all the time. So just like, yeah, I feel like this sense of ease with you. And I just, I don't know how to explain it, but I just love being oh, here. Thank you so much for all of that. <laughs> and yeah, I, I do remember opening up about, you know, my relationship and just, um, I can't, I had come to a point in my life where I realized, and this is, this is actually sad to say, but also very freeing and empowering that it was either going to be me supporting this person or me supporting myself. Mm -hmm. And I just decided to choose myself in that moment. And although it was a really hard decision, um, I don't, I don't believe I would be in the space that I'm in, in terms of my success, my confidence, my power, um, had I stayed in that space. So just confirmation for anyone who's listening that if you're feeling like you're in a space, it doesn't even have to be in a relationship, just even in a space. And this is something that I tell to my clients in toxic work environments, where you feel like your joy is being sucked, Mm. where, you know, you feel like you don't have any motivation, where things feel monotonous. You even feel like you're being taken advantage of. You really have to be in integrity with yourself and look at yourself and say, is this really worth it for me? Mm. And 10 times out of 10, it's not going to be, right? Because we don't want to live our lives like that. Um, And then in terms of my dog, he's actually sitting right here, right next to me. (laughs) I was like, I acknowledge him. He is being quiet, which is good. Um, but yes, he he also just absolutely adores the fact that mommy left her full-time job and now mm. gets to stay home with him all day. <laughs> Love it. And just to like speak to the point about like leaving a situation that's not for you anymore. And I know like we'll probably talk about this some more, but mm. um, I uh, quit my job, right? And that was one of the reasons why it was just like, I felt like I was being taken advantage of. I had asked for a raise and they were, they were not trying to give it to me. And I said, you know what? I'm out. Yeah. And so uh, my mom works at the same place that I used to work at. And my sister works there. It was kind of like, I just needed a job so we could get through the um, situation that we were going through. Our mm-hmm. landlord had sold the property mm-hmm. that we were in. And so we had moved. And so I kind of just got the job out of necessity. And so all this to say that, between me taking this job out of necessity and staying there longer than I anticipated and mm-hmm. asking for a raise and not getting it and then just like the social like you were talking about the toxicity of a workplace like when I came home and had a full-on anxiety attack and my sister had to like get out of the shower and be like Bria breathe calm down like mm-hmm. you're good. that's when I was like 
this is, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's, it's interesting that you mentioned that because that's exactly what happened to me in my career. Mm. And I, I had gotten to, it's interesting because I think externally people would have looked at me and been like, well, obviously she's super successful, right? Mm. She's a leader. She's a manager. She's high up. She's making money. Um, it, it, there was a perception that I had it all together, but internally I felt like the way that I had achieved those things was actually through conforming, through code switching, through not being myself, through shutting so many components of myself off through downplaying my true personality. And so that made me feel inside like I was, in, I was actually at war with myself. Like I had this feeling of like my parents, you know, are so happy and I'm so successful. And my community is, is, you know, lifting me up and, and saying like, look at her, she made it, she did it. Mm-hmm. And, but yet I don't feel like I want to be doing this anymore. Yeah. And, you know, there, there comes this point where you almost sort of feel like you're walking a path or a journey that actually is not authentic to the journey you want to be on. And you have this pressure of like letting people down. So you stay walking that journey and that's how you start to have those internal struggles and those mental health issues. I had panic attacks. I developed anxiety. I actually had to be medicated at one point because it was so bad. And then that's when I, the, you know, the, the switch flipped where I said, I can't keep doing this to myself. Um, And then I, I knew I had to change. Yeah. I would love for you to share more about like your story, but Mm -hmm. I do want to like close up this little like nugget that we're sharing on because I was in this place before I decided like owning my choice and autonomy over my life. I was just kind of being like, well, you know, if this thing happens, then I'll stop. Um, And uh, in hindsight, I realized that that was me making a plan to quit. Um, I read this book. It's called The Dip by Seth Gooden. I love it. But it basically talks about how if you know it's a dead end, get out before you reach that cul-de-sac, essentially. And mm. so I, with like school, because I dropped out of school, I, I don't have a degree and that's fine by me. This was a choice that I made. Like, I just, I was like, if this campus ever closes, if this school ever closes, mm-hmm. I'm not going to another school, I'm dropping out. And so lo and behold, the pandemic happened. And I was like, oh, wow, this is crazy. The pandemic it's happened. crazy. Then, <laughs> but, but literally my campus closed. And I was like, is, I was like, this is a sign from like God and the universe. Like, this yeah, for me. And so it's just like, I used to be in this place where I was just waiting for like a divine intervention before I quit. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm just like, cause like, I don't know if you're familiar with my story, but like in boot camp, I was in the military mm-hmm. and I was like oh shoot I signed up for this thing I kind of regret it but I'm in a contract so I'm gonna see it through and then my I ended up breaking my hip and so like there's always been like this divine intervention of like Mm -hmm. stopping something before I get too far and just like talking about like a journey that's not yours it's like I wasn't meant to be a a military personnel I wasn't meant to be a college graduate even though these are things I can still go back and do it's just like I have no interest anymore and so it's just like really owning my choice and what I want to do. Um, it's just like crazy to me now. I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to quit the job. It is what it is. Things always work out for me. You know, the Lord, the universe, the stars, all the things, they got my back, but. <laughs> yeah, and it, and it's so interesting that you say that because I, tru- I truly deeply believe it. So, you know, right above my head, I have a ton of sayings and one of them is have certainty in your outcome. And so now every day I think about that, you know, how, if I had certainty in my outcome, how would I move through this Mm, world? How would I, you know, how would I run my business? What would I do differently in my business? And it's just something I try my best and, and look, the day gets crazy and of course things are going to break down, but I like to at least try to hold that belief or try to hold that saying, having certainty in my outcome for as long as I possibly can. And each day it'll get a second longer and a second longer and a second longer, right? It's a practice. Yeah. But I do truly believe that, you know, you have to have and hold that belief. So there were many times throughout my, um, my life, but there are two instances in particular where I held that belief that everything was just going to work out. And it wasn't easy, but it worked. 
And so I remember I left two toxic workplaces in 2019. And after the second workplace I left, I was only there for five months. I had no savings. I had no money. I decided, okay, I'm just going to leave because I, I believe I'll make something work. Like something will happen for me. And I just started driving Uber Eats to pay my bills. I listened to every freaking business podcast and self-development podcast I could while I was doing my deliveries with my dog in tow. And I, I unfortunately started 2020, the pandemic, with I think I had 36 cents to my name. Mm. And I still held that damn belief. I really did. I still held that belief. And you know, a few months later, right before the pandemic hit and New York City shut down, New York City shut down, I think it was March 17th. I got a job on March 13th. And it was the job that was the right job for me. I was allowed to have the style of position I needed to continue to grow my business or to grow my business. And then I stepped out of that full-time role in 2021, a year later, it was about a year and a half later, with the belief that I am just going to make this shit work by any means necessary. And I had a small little bit of savings. And then um, that was around the time I joined DL's program. And about two months after I left my job, I hit my first 20K month. And so it, it really is like you just sometimes you just really have to hold it. And it's so yeah. hard, right? Like it's so hard when you see 36 cents in your bank account to start the new year, you just want, I mean, it's soul crushing. It's really soul crushing, but you just have to hold it. And I tell people and they're like, but how do you do it? And I'm like, you just believe, you just believe, like you truly wake up every single day and you tell yourself like, it's going to happen. Um, and you look for the evidence that it's already happening. Yeah. There were things that were happening around me that I was like, oh, okay. Okay. I see you. I see you. Okay. I see you. <laughs> yeah. um, you just have to, you just have to see what's there. Yeah. I, I love that so much. And like, you're really speaking to me right now. Cause like I quit my job. I I'm, I've been looking for a new part-time something, something, you know, just to, you know, fill the need for, you know, the basic bills and things like that. But everybody's like, no, everybody talk about it's, it's easy to get a job nowadays. Um, I think people are still picky. It's not that easy because I would have been employed already. The places I've been applying to aren't like anything lavished or like managerial positions. It's just like, y'all need somebody to stock at Target. And then they're like, nah, we good. And I'm like, what? So, but I'm like trusting that what's for me won't miss me. And that's what I've been holding mm -hmm. to this whole time. And I'm just like, my, what's for me is out there. And no matter how long it takes me, I really resonated. I can't remember who shared it in the Slack community, but somebody was talking about how like a bird pecking for a worm. And if they get a stone or something, they just like throw it to the side they and they keep, keep going. Yeah. They yeah. keep pecking. And I'm just like, that's how I feel. I'm like, no matter what, something's going to come together, whether it's in my business or not, I prefer to be in my business, but you know, like still hold mm -hmm. like this or something better. And so, yeah, I just love that. Oh, thank you so much. Like you were so wise. <laughs> so wise. It's just like being so honest about like, you said 37 cents. It was like 30. I, I actually, you know, the funny thing is, Bria, I took a screenshot of my bank account. I would have too. I haven't shared that screenshot yet because I haven't gotten to the point where I'm, where I'm ready to, you know, mm -hmm. but that I envision that moment where, you know, I've gotten to the point where I'm like, all right, yeah, yeah, this is it, you know, and I'm almost there. Um, yeah. And I share that screenshot as just, just a way, you know, when I share things, I, I do a lot of sharing, especially of my story on LinkedIn. Um, and when I share things, it's, it's truly to let people know that like, you're not alone. Like this is validation here. Um, it, it, it can feel lonely when you decide I can't do this toxic workplace anymore, yeah. but I don't know what to do. Um, and I really want people to understand that there are other women out there, other women of color, other Latinas, other black women who are going through this situation. And there is something on the other side, because that's the thing is sometimes we stay in the space because we're uncertain of what's on yeah. the other side. So the more we talk about our stories and tell our stories and let people see what's on the other side, 
it's very powerful because it's kind of like, well, wait a second. I actually don't have to stay here. I don't have to do this. Um, So I think it's so incredibly important to be, you know, in your story and to be sharing your story. But yeah, I have that screenshot and I will share it one day. But yes, it was, I believe it was like 35 or 36 cents. And it was, uh, it was a very traumatic moment, but I knew I wasn't going to stay there. Yeah, I was just holding to the belief, like you said, mm-hmm. holding to the belief. But um, oh, this this conversation, Maria, I'm trying <laughs> to like, I'm like, you're hosting right now, you're hosting. But um, I don't know if you want to speak a little bit towards like, if there's anything else you want to share about your story, or because I know you mentioned like conforming for conforming for success and um things of that nature but like is there anything else on your heart that you want to share about like your story that like brought you to the person who you are right now and just Mm -hmm. like the person that we're witnessing because I feel like she is so strong like (laughs) (laughs) I don't like to say that but like your resilience and just like how you just believe is like it's beyond me I'm just like if I would love to embody some of that so yeah. yeah, thank you so much for that. Um, I receive that and I take it all in, which I, I say that because at, at a lot of times in my life, like I forgot to receive and take mm-hmm. in, you know, and I just kind of didn't do that. So thank you so much for expressing that. Um, in terms of my journey, you know, one of the things that I didn't really realize um, when I was conforming and when I felt most inauthentic was because I had lost my sense of community. Mm. Um, so I grew up uh, I grew up in the projects of Brooklyn, New York, and I was around black and brown families, black and brown faces. And I never felt more powerful and more confident than when I was in my community. My community was a group of supporters. We all supported each other. We were all going through the same struggles. And so when I stepped out into the academic and then the professional world, that sense of community was completely shattered because I actually started in STEM. And as we know, STEM, especially back when I started, which was, you know, not dating myself, but 20 years ago, um, it was a very old white male dominated space. It has changed over time, not significantly, not as much as we've wanted it to, but it was a very old white male dominated space, very competitive, um, lack of compassion, just things that I had not seen or ex- or had expressed around me when I was in my community. So in order to be successful, I really felt like I had to change myself. Like I actually shied away from talking about where I was from. I shied away from like telling my story. So the big reconnect back to me or back for me was actually reconnecting to that story, to that journey and back to my community. Like I felt like I gained back that power when the first time I said back, like I'm from the projects. Um, and, And I felt like I couldn't say that for a long time. So I think there is a huge power in story and in acknowledging who we are and where we came from And also recognizing that that has a tremendous impact on who you are today. And when you don't take that in and when you don't acknowledge that, that's out of integrity with you, with your Mm. current journey. And it just doesn't, it it doesn't jive, you know, because it is a part of who you are. It's a large part of who you are. All of our beliefs, all of the things that we think are shaped in those times, in those early years. So we have to acknowledge it and not not push it away. And I think when when we walk into the career space, when we come into the workspace as people of color, it's almost expected for us to make ourselves smaller, for Mm. us to shed our stories and for us to conform to the norm, right? Because the workspace and the work environment is not built for us. It's built for a certain kind of person who is not us. So it is almost sort of expected that we mold ourselves into that example instead of that example allowing for us to just be who we are. And so that's where I feel like I lost myself was shedding those components of myself that made me feel the most beautiful, that made me feel the most confident, Mm. that made me feel the most strong. And reclaiming those things was actually going back to those things. Mm, I love that so much. And What's coming to my mind as you're sharing that because like 
I feel like we've all gone through that point of where it's like trying to fit the mold. And for me, I remember vividly, <laughs> I hate slacks. I hate slacks with a passion. Mm. I don't want to wear a blazer. Those, I don't even want those blouses. Oh, ooh, uncomfortable. And I worked in the career office at my, at my university as a student assistant during my time there. And that was what I had to wear. Mm-hmm. And I was so uncomfortable. I remember like coming home and like taking off my pants and like I had gone through like a little weight journey. I had gained some weight and like I took my pants off and I had like welts on me from where like the mm-hmm. buttons were. I was just like, I hate this. I just want to wear my comfy pants and my comfy clothes and be comfortable yeah. at work. And it's just like not not here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not here. And so I think very much in the eyes of like who I was working for with unprofessional or like they were trying to make me something I wasn't. I was always, I don't want to say I was always the token, but I always felt like I was. Mm -hmm. And it was just like so confusing, but like just hearing you talk about like the things that we tried to like polish up about ourselves or the things that actually made us beautiful. And like, that's what we need to like kind of revert back to instead of like, trying to play into this conditioning that we've been conditioned to be like and so Mm -hmm. yeah I just I love I love I would listen to you all day all day (laughs) just do (laughs) podcast I don't I'm gonna start one this year though this is my 40th birthday year it's in July so my you know my goal we'll see how quickly I get there (laughs) my goal is to launch it for my birthday month um and that yeah, that's my goal, but I would love to do that because I see, you know, people like you and the other amazing women who are in Five Figure Freedom, plug for DL, um, and they are just killing it, you know, with their podcast, and I love to listen to you all because it's just a beautiful thing, you know, like to be in a community, like I was just talking about community, yeah. but to be in a community where you feel like everyone is going through the same thing you're going through. I, like I had mentioned getting coaching from you, we have a Slack channel. I love to read people's models and mindset, right? Like they're, what's going on in their brains. Mm-hmm. And I would say like 95% of the time, I'm like, damn, like that's going on in my head too. Like what? <laughs> Or you see someone who's going through something that you know you'll go through later in your journey. So, you know, it was very helpful for me to see people who were getting coached on certain things that I had not yet done, but yeah. I was anticipating I would do. So I was just like, oh, that, that's probably something that's going to come up for me. Yeah. Um, so that's the great thing about community is that you learn from each other. You get to teach Um, And there's this opportunity to just be able to live this journey with other people. And gosh, Mm. I feel like, you know, especially now with the pandemic, I just feel like we we spend a lot of time by ourselves. We spend a lot of time alone and solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, y'all know what that's like. Mm -hmm. So it's nice to just have that, that sense of community. Yeah. I am excited for your birthday launch. I love a good birthday content. Yeah. like a launch experience for my last birthday I released like my little EP and it was like so cute and I some people it. liked it some people didn't listen to it. it's cool but it was still like this is what I gifted myself yes you know and so I love that and I'm so excited for you but I love everything everything you're talking about because right now podcast <laughs> takeover Jasmine is leading the conversation because <laughs> I am so big on community as well like I just realized that like we weren't meant to do this alone like I think about like Mm -hmm. um, my ancestral like roots and how there were different people in the village and the tribe who specialized in one area and that was like their whole like zone of genius their strengths and it's like we leaned on each other's strengths instead of trying to be this one man band if that's a good Mm -hmm. analogy and so I'm just trying to get people to realize that you don't have to do it all on your own. You can lean on your partner. You can lean on this community. I call my community the village. So like you can lean on this village Mm -hmm. and we'll be there to support you when the people who are actually present in your life can't hold space for you in that area. So 
I just love that the way that you like worded all of that. It's beautiful. I'm like fangirling still. (laughs) Yeah. And I love how you're talking about, you know, your ancestry, your culture, because I think that's really so important when we also think about the work world and the career world, because these spaces were not built for us. Mm -hmm. Community is not necessarily a thing. Like we call, like we have this thing called networking, right? But like, I actually like to return it just community building because for people of color, like you were just talking about, community is so prominent in our cultures, in our ancestry. So if we take out this kind of whitewashed way that we talk about things and really bring it back to, I am creating and cultivating a community of people who are supporting me, who are pouring into me and whom I can pour into when I can pour into them and who are you know, providing me with resources and opportunity that's what a community does. So if we can just kind of eliminate these sort of whitewashed words that we use in the career world, you know, and go back to what feels authentic to us, it's a way of playing the game, but our way. Yeah, I love it. I love collaborating with people, which is probably the whole reason why like girl chats are here. I think we, there's just a big opportunity for us to learn from each other and just Mm -hmm. like be inspired by each other and just to be like I'm not so alone in this world um I think a lot of people get so fixated on like I gotta do it myself like I know when I first like graduated high school and all these things I was running away from my family I'll be honest I was like I got to go I need to leave Mm -hmm. I was like I remember telling my mom at one point being like you're not even gonna know your grandchildren if I have them like I'm out of here but now I'm just like, mom, I can't wait for you to do <laughs> don't give the babies no sugar. They're not allowed to have no refined sugar. And, yeah. uh, and just like being like, oh my gosh, like my, I look at specifically like my, um, the lineage of the women in my family. And it's just like, we were all so strong and like, we just needed someone to tell us to slow down and take a moment for ourselves. Um, my grandmother passed of like heart failure. And so it's just like, the stress and the pressure that was on her to provide for her family. She was always taking in somebody's kids. And it's just Mm -hmm. like, she was that woman. And so it's just like, I know my mom has wants to do that. I have the tendency to want to do it, but it's like, I cannot show up for the people who I love if I don't pour into myself and take care of myself. So I, I just trying to like bridge the, the gap between our two worlds of like career coaching and just like being mm-hmm. a coach and just being like, it's really important for you to stay true to yourself. And like, like you said, in the beginning of this, like it's out there for you. Like, yeah, as long as you hold true to it, like you're going to find community. I remember when I didn't, I wasn't a part of five figure freedom. And I was like, I don't have any business friends. I have other people who like want to start businesses, but they, they're not like taking action to do it. And so it's just like, where do I? And as yeah. soon as I got in here, I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm yeah. here. And so yeah. it really matters who you surround yourself with and just like really immersing yourself in the world, the parts of the world that you want to be a part of, um, whether you feel yeah. qualified or not, because that's, yeah. that's a non-issue. <laughs> I love that. No, it, it is really interesting. Um, you know, when I was going through a big transformation, um, when I had left you know, my previous, uh, my previous partner, when I was kind of transforming in my business, when I was, um, you know, leaving my career, there was a lot of grief in the growth, like a lot of grief in the growth. Um, I had to grieve relationships. I had to grieve experiences. I had to grieve the fact that I thought I was going to have this baller career where one day I was going to run my own nonprofit. Like I had to grieve so many things in order to hit that next level of of my growth. And I think that there's something beautiful in that transformation, because what you're grieving are the people, the places, the spaces, the things that you can't take into the next arena, you know? And when you step into that next arena, it's a completely different space. And you don't want to be a spectator in the arena. You Mm. want to be in the arena. You want to be doing it, right? Because you can step into the next arena and just spectate. You can step into the next arena and just watch. But when you really want to participate, it's got to be done in a different way. And that goes for every part of your life, your career, your life, whatever you're in, 
grief and growth go hand in hand. And you have to recognize that that next part of your journey, that next arena you're stepping into, do you want to spectate or do you want to participate? And, and that's important to acknowledge for yourself. Yeah, grief and growth go hand in hand. I think that's my takeaway from today's chat. I don't know about y'all who's listening, <laughs> but that's what I'm taking. I'm just like, I there's so many things I had to grieve. Like I... <laughs> sitting in this apartment that me and my sister manifested I told myself I was never gonna sign a lease I was like I'm gonna be this traveler who I just Mm -hmm. you know a nomadic life I'm like look at me I had to like let go of this like identity that I thought I was gonna be and I kind of see that as like grieving the person who I thought I was gonna be but it's like that's Mm -hmm. not even my most authentic self I'm always my most authentic self is always evolving with me as I, I'm learning things because I'm I always think about life and it's like when I get a car my identity is going to change when I buy a house my identity is going to change mm-hmm. when I decide to marry someone or date someone my life is going to change and like all the things whenever I try to integrate something new into my life I need to be open to the way that I want to approach that and I feel like sometimes we get so like in our head about like oh this is what it could be mm-hmm. like la la land about like uh, but it's like when you're really in it when you're like you said being a spectator like actually being in the arena I feel like if you're a spectator in the seat the seat of the stadium you're just like this game ain't going the way that I thought it would and like you're projecting all these expectations yeah. on the game when it's like if you were down there playing it like you wouldn't even be worried about your expectations like you're living it at that point and so I love that analogy probably going to use it in my coaching it's amazing Go for it, girl we i do you know how many analogies i have stolen from people in the five in the five figure freedom because i'm just like yes you that resonate. is exactly how i'm feeling you see exactly me. <laughs> you resonate with it yeah you yeah 100 yeah but i i do you know it's so beautiful that you said that like when you're in the game like it feels different you know when you're in the game what you thought you were going to get is actually better when you receive it, it's like, it's a hundred times better. You know, this thing that we talk about of manifesting and visualizing, I do it all the time. When it actually comes to me, it is completely different and it is always better. It's always better than I thought it was going to be. I love better. I love better. Yeah. Better is great. Like who wouldn't (laughs) want better? (laughs) Like, Like going to your favorite restaurant and then like, you're taken out and you get like an extra like little treat in your bag and you're just like oh my gosh thank you so much it's I like love the, when people do that it's like the the surprise onion ring in your french fries that's oh, just better God. <laughs> I was thinking about ordering them onion rings but look at that but now look at that <laughs> oh my gosh I love that um as we're like wrapping up and closing I would love it if you could like share a little bit about like what you're working towards in this mm-hmm. season because I like to think about like these little girl chats as like a little time capsule. So like when you go back oh, and yay. listen to it, you can say, yeah. oh my gosh, did I do the thing? Oh my gosh, I forgot about that thing. So um, just an opportunity for you to uh, kind of like save a little gem for yourself for the next time you uh, listen. And also if you want to share anything about like how people can connect with you and work with you, this is the time to plug it all. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm working, you know, it's so interesting. I'm working on two things this year. Mm -hmm. And one of those things came from you. Um, Mm. So there was a coaching call that happened right at the start of the new year. So early in the new year, where you were being coached by um, Quinn, by one of the coaches in five figure freedom. And from that, from that, I got the framework of simplicity of just keeping it simple, repeating success, and just allowing for that simplicity to provide you a level of freedom Mm. that you need in your life, you know? And so that's the first thing that I'm working on is really keeping things very simple um, in my business so that I can get to some level of freedom. Because in entrepreneurship, as we know, as we're growing it, it's it's a lot, it's intense, and you're in it, and you're doing Mm -hmm. it. And I've just come to this point where I'm like, well, I didn't leave the, you know, the career world to to be burning myself out for myself. Like this is not what it was supposed to be. Um, So simplicity, I think is one of the big ones that I'm working on. And the second thing that I'm working on is actually breaking down a, um, 
a belief that was passed on to me by my family and by my culture that no longer serves me. And it goes with simplicity. And it's that the only way to become financially successful, financially independent is to hustle. Mm. Um, I just, I don't want to believe that anymore. I don't want to believe that hustle equals success. I truly want to believe that I will be able to get to my financial freedom this year and my financial independence this year through time and space, Mm. Um, just through opening up time and through having space. And um, that's a big thing that I'm working on in a lot of different ways is releasing beliefs that don't serve me, Um, beliefs that you know, serve my, my parents because that's the way they had to live, but recognizing that I have the privilege to live a different way. Mm. Um, so that's, that's, I believe that that's the second thing that I'm, that I'm really working on that has been challenging. Um, but also it's been a really fun exercise because it's like, well, how can I create more space for myself today? (laughs) How can I spend more time walking my dog? (laughs) So yeah, that's been great. And then in terms of getting in contact with me, um, I am on Instagram at Jasmine Escalera Coaching. I'm also on LinkedIn at Jasmine Escalera. I am a LinkedIn uh, top voice for this year. So I do post a lot on that platform about my story, my journey. Um, And in terms of what I'm doing, I have created my own career community. So I have um, a boss up, it's called the boss up group coaching program for women of color who are ready to take their next career step. And they want to do it in a space, a safe space with other women who are going through the same thing that they're going through. And I also do still provide one-on-one coaching. So hit me up on either platform and um, I'd be happy to tell you about what I'm doing now. Mm. Everybody get connected with Jasmine. Everybody (laughs) just do it. Just do it. Um, Thank you for being here. I know I... I'm already connected, but I want to be like even more immersed in your world. I just, I can't wait to like meet you like in person. Yay. I'm like for for DL's event. Hopefully fingers crossed, fingers crossed. I'll be there. Um, I'm in North Carolina. Like there'd be no reason for me not to go, Um, but I'm like five, three. So when you see me, (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny. You know, it's interesting on, um, on calls now, people have started to say their um their height because you just you would never know right like I'm five five so <laughs> okay so you're taller than me because I'm yeah like, I'm taller than you <laughs> okay cool but that's a good height reference my sister's five four so it's like okay 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 cool um but anyway enough about heights I'm excited to like meet you and thank you so much for being here and sharing so openly and vulnerably like I've learned a lot and everybody who's listening I'm sure you've got so many gems in today's episode so I just want to give you some space to reflect on all of that whatever's come up for you the next three minutes are for you to spend some time there so I'll have some reflection prompts on the screen for everybody who's watching on YouTube Um, and then there'll be some reflection prompts in the description for all of you who are listening on the podcast so just take the next three minutes to reflect this time is for you if you have any questions or you want to share or add your two cents to the conversation let us know in the comments tag us on Instagram and let us know your thoughts But uh, we will see you next time. I'm hoping Jasmine will come back to do another girl chat in a year or two (laughs) years from now. But I will see you all tomorrow and happy reflecting, everybody. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye.
everybody. I really hope you enjoyed today's girl chat. I loved having these conversations and I'm sure you're going to enjoy tomorrow's episode as well. But before you go ahead and click to the next girl chat, I want you to share your thoughts on this one. So you can go to the comments and share your key takeaways, what gem resonated with you, and just let us know your thoughts. And so, yeah, we want to keep the conversation going. We want to keep the girl chat going, even though, you know, it's over. But you can start the conversation down in the comments if you're watching on YouTube. And if you are listening on the podcast, if you are listening on the podcast, I want you to go ahead and take a screenshot of this episode and tag us at Do This Bloom on Instagram and let us know your thoughts. Same thing. Keep the conversation going. Share it with a friend. Let us know your key insights, your key takeaways. And yeah, I want to I know your thoughts. How did you feel today's girl chat went? What resonated with you? So yes, that is what I want. And then I will see you tomorrow. I will see you tomorrow for the next girl chat and I'm so excited about this series so excited about it so um (laughs) but I will see you tomorrow for the next girl chat and um yeah I love y'all bye